Hello and welcome to Tuck and Run, the world's number one American football game show. As always, I'm your host, Dale Tucker. Another round of the playoffs is in the books, and that means it's another week of me losing all my money to Vegas. Seriously, I have yet to win a single bet this season. Season? Not on Wednesday Night Linebacker. I'm alright on there, as you well know. But no, I mean in real life, with my real money. Now, I'm not some big-time degenerate gambler. Honestly, I don't have enough disposable income to be one. But it would be nice if at least one, one of my bets could hit. I mean, it's probably because I only ever do parlays, but you know what? That's not going to change anytime soon. How else can I turn $10 into $100 or even more? Although, I will say this last week, I even tried my first teaser. I put $20 in there thinking, hey... Even if I lose my other two parlays, this teaser will recoup all the money I've spent this week. But nope, Lamar Jackson had to go and throw a pick six and then get concussed to top it off. I mean, I had the Ravens at plus 8.5. 8.5. The other three teams hit, but it doesn't matter because it's a teaser. But I digress. We've got another contestant versus show episode. But this time, we have the reigning, and I'll remind you, undefeated, Champ Fargo, who will be putting his perfect record on the line for all of our entertainment. So without further ado, let's start the show. Fargo, how are, how are you? How's it going? Long time I'm no doing see. well. Well, I have I'm never seen well. you actually. Long time no talk. I guess so. It has been a long no talk period. When was the last time you were on? Um, Before the playoffs? I think, I think it was week 17. Well, yeah, so not that long. Anyways, it's just you today. You versus the show, but you still get to call it in the air heads or tails. So Heads. It is heads. Offense or defense first? I'll defer. <laughs> so you're still going to be picking and answering questions, but this is the wrong answer. will gain yards for the offense. What would you like your very first play to be? Uh, and also for you, we're going to do non-multiple choice because you are the reigning champ. So first play, first, uh, first category, first your play. I'll do a 10-yard I will remind you, five blink. yards is an option. Oh, yeah, I'll do a five. Good idea. No. Yeah, yep. I'll do five yards. I'll do five yards. I'll do a five-yard. Well, I guess it has to be a pass. Under potent. No, I don't want potent passes. I want radical receivers. Radical receivers. Your first question is, which player had the most receptions in the divisional round of the playoffs. I'm pretty sure I know who it is. I'm going to wait. You're going to wait. Yeah, he was trying because there's only so many questions and he he doesn't want to have to dip into – well, I don't think there's any wild card questions left. So it will be (laughs) during the season. Yeah, tell me when I have like five seconds left. Do you want a hint? No, I don't need no hint. I'm like 99% certain. I'll give you my hint. All right, give me a hint. He plays in the NFC North on my team. Yeah, okay, so who is it? Devontae Adams. That is, in fact, correct. <laughs> Devontae Adams, second and 15. What would you like to do for <clears throat> second down? We'll do a 10-yard pass under radical receivers. 10-yard pass under radical receivers. going to drain this one right off of that. Your question is, which player had the most yards after catch 
over-anticipated yards after catch. It's incredible yak on a single play in the divisional round. Mm. This one is a little bit harder, and I will give you a hint at 20 seconds. Um, well, there's only so many choices, right? Yeah, that's right. And I will give you your hint is he is in the AFC. <laughs> All right. So I got the Bills. I got the Chiefs. I got Baltimore. It, it was not Baltimore. It was no team from nobody from Baltimore. That's for sure. I'll go ahead and I'll say who had the longest reception oh, for the Chiefs. Uh, I will. It is a player on the Chiefs. I need your final answer, though. Uh, I'll just say Tyreek. Not a bad guess. It is, in fact, Miko Hardman, who took a catch that was anticipated to go 18 yards. He was anticipated to gain 18 yards after contact, after catch, but he went 28 yards. Not much. These numbers are very small in the playoffs, I've noticed. Like, defenses are playing. So, third and five at the 25. What would you like to do on defense for third down? I'll do a five-yard pass under remarkable runners. <laughs> Your question is, which same basically the same thing. Which player gained the most yards on a carry over what they were anticipated to gain on a single? Carry? I know the answer to this. Hold one on. Too. All right. Which let's go like this. Which hints. conference? I'll give you which conference do you believe this player is in? I think he's in the NFC. <laughs> Which division do you think this player is in? <laughs> the NFC North. Uh, yeah, that's about. Bad... There was only one big run. <laughs> uh, just waiting. Just uh, waiting. It is uh, 14 seconds. It was Aaron Jones. Just so you know. Yeah. Well, how many yards was it? I know it was a 60-yard run. I think he was like they expected him to go something like what five. That is a that is completely correct. So it is back to fourth and ten at the twenty. Uh, they're gonna they're gonna punt. So yeah, they're gonna punt. They're gonna punt now. I this is where it gets a little interesting <laughs> because there's only so many options. <laughs> um, oh, we're kind of figuring this out as we go. They're going to punt. And we will say, all right, well, here, we'll just read the question. We'll figure it out as we go. Name, oh, you live near an airport? Name, the, yeah. Name. that's the first time I've ever heard a plane, though, on one of our podcasts. Name the top seven running backs in fantasy points in the divisional round of the playoffs. So Aaron Jones is going to be one of them. Aaron Jones is, in fact, one. Cam Akers is probably going to be another one of them. That is two. Mm. <clears throat> I'll go ahead and I'll do Daryl Williams. Somehow that is correct. Three. We well, had a few good poppy runs. Twelve seconds. Okay, I'll just go Kamara then. Kamara, that is four. I can't. I, I don't know Four, anymore. Three, I, two. Now I'll say Chubb. I'll say Chubb because he was in there too. 
Chubb is incorrect. Dang it. <laughs> but you did get four correct, which means it's a 30-yard punt from the 20, which takes it to the 50, and then you <laughs> returned it 40 yards. So it's basically you're, it's a 10-yard punt. <laughs> it's first and 10 at the 30. The, in order, the top seven are playoff Lenny, Lennon Fournette, Cam Akers, Aaron Jones, Alvin Kamara, Daryl Williams, Darryl Williams, J.K. Dobbins, and Kareem Hunt, not Nick Chubb. Anyways, first and ten at the thirty. What would you like to do for your first play on offense? I'll do a ten-yard pass under remarkable runners. Which which running back spent the most the most the highest average time behind the line of scrimmage in the divisional round of the playoffs? Do you have any idea? Yes. Which conference? AFC. Which division? AFC North. Which player? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to wait because if I've got those oh, two. Oh, you have plenty. Don't worry. There's only eight and a half minutes left in the half. You could ask like four questions. There's plenty. Okay. Of I think it's Nick Chubb. It is, in fact, Nick Chubb. Do you know what the average, what it was? Uh, no, I just know that he felt like he took longer than Kareem Hunt. And he, I know that both of the Green Bay backs are going fast. I know that, honestly, it was just the Browns got locked up on the run game by the Chiefs, in my opinion. Sorry. No, you don't. <laughs> Sorry for what? <laughs> but for thinking that. So the answer is, in fact, Nick Chubb. And Nick Chubb spent an average of 3.42 seconds behind the line of scrimmage per play. That's a long time behind the line of scrimmage. But that's correct. So it's first and 10 at the 20. 20 yards away from the end zone. What would you like to I'll do? I'll do a, another 10-yard pass under potent passers. First quarterback question. Which quarterback had the most improbable, in other words, the lowest completion percentage, completion in the divisional round of the playoffs? What? Oh, so, no multiple choice on this one. So, in other words, you know, Amazon Web Services. I, yeah, I, I, I know, I know, I know. Which conference? I'm pretty sure I even player? know who he threw it to. <laughs> which conference was this in? <laughs> AFC. <laughs> which division? AFC East. Who did he throw it to? John Brown. Oh, that. <laughs> what is his name? Seven minutes left. Uh, Josh Allen. His name is, in fact, Josh Allen, and he did, in fact, throw it to John Brown. What was the percentage? Like 13.8. 18.6. But you were, doesn't matter. We don't grade you on that. First and 10 at the 10. I know it was the only one that was sub 20. Yeah, he was, because the next second highest was Tom Brady to Scotty Miller, which was 31.3, and then Baker had two of them. Baker's very just throwing both of them too, and then Joku. I'm guessing one was in Joku and one was Donovan Peoples Jones. Uh, Loki, how did DVP get that get drafted so late? Uh, that was we were talking before we started recording when I I made a million and one questions for like the draft and free agency and stuff like that. Donovan Peoples Jones had a crazy combine. He's he's a very good athlete, so I I don't know. I think and he looked good at Michigan too. It's not like he was. Playing poorly. You have to blame the quarterback there, Shay. What's his name? Shay. I, I don't know. He was Shay Patterson. Like Shay Patterson. Yeah, Shay Patterson. Yeah, he's terrible. But I, I would imagine that's who you have to blame. I, I like um, what's his name? Rico Collins. Is that his name for this year for Michigan? Mm-hmm. They always have a couple good receivers. It's just they never have a quarterback. 
All right. Well, we'll go ahead and do a five-yard pass under <laughs> fantastical football. Just really stretching this out. Which defense slash special teams scored the most points, fantasy points, in the most fantasy points in the divisional round of the playoffs? Do you know who this is? Heck no. No idea? Actually, I might have an idea. Which conference do you think it's in? I think it's NFC. Hello, darkness, my old friend. Is that not right? <laughs> I've come to talk to you. Here's your one hint. You have 20, 19 seconds Yeah, I want left. one hint. I want one it hint. It is in the AFC. Oh, no. If it's not the freaking Bucks, who is it? Ten seconds. All right. So, who played the... All right, I'll say Buffalo Bills. By the skin of your teeth, that is a touchdown. It wasn't even close, by the way. The Bucks scored nine points. The Bills scored 19. They had a freaking pick six. I know they six. had their pick six. That's but like the... 400 fantasy points yeah, right there. But the Bucks had three picks. I know, and they somehow only got nine. Must be and they had of... a sack or two as well, didn't it's they? It's got to be because of the points. That's got to be what it is. Oh. But it's seven to nothing, and you're back on defense with a little under five minutes to go in the first half. What would you like to do right. first and ten at the 20? We'll do another five-yard pass under fantastical football. Five-yard pass, fantastical football. Your question is, which running back scored the most fantasy points in the divisional round of the playoffs? Any idea? Can you tell me this? Do you have any idea? Did I tell you? I don't know. Maybe I did. I <laughs> Maybe think I did you it. did. <laughs> Maybe I did. Maybe I, I really did. do think you did. All right, well, who... I gave you a list. Who was it? <laughs> oh. I did tell you this, too. That's the funny thing. I can't give you any more hints, though, because you're already up 7 to nothing. <laughs> oh. T uh, 10 seconds. Vladimir Fournette. This is, this is why you're the best, because I know for a fact you didn't know that. <laughs> Playoff Lenny, I was so worried because I called, gave him that nickname. Playoff Lenny scored 21.7 fantasy points. Just so you know, that's the only reason I guessed that. Because Playoff Lenny, yeah. He said Playoff Lenny <laughs> Playoff back then. I was like, oh. <laughs> so set, it was a five-yard run, second and 15. What would you like to do? I'll do another. Playoff Lenny really went off. Five-yard run. Or pass. Five-yard run for what? Oh, passers? I'll do dauntless defenders this time. Why not? I would save you. That's smart. The ones you're not good at, save them for offense when you're on defense. Yeah. Which player, you're going to know this because I know you bookmarked the website, which player had the fastest sack in the divisional round? Oh, I know this one right away. Of yeah. the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, I know you know it. There are three minutes until halftime. What division? What conference? NFC. <laughs> what division? NFC North. Which team? Green Bay Packers. Bless you. That was the ferret sneezing. The Green Bay Packers. Now, the question is, which player on the Packers? Zadarius. That is, in fact, correct. Zadarius Smith. 3.27 seconds. That is also correct. 3.27 seconds. Third and 20. I will say, I think we should make another rule. On, in this situation, they need 20 yards, so it's going to be a 20-yard play. That's what oh. I'll say. Dang it. I would have just done another five-yarder. I know, but it, they wouldn't ever do a five-yarder. So third and 20. That's a turnover for you, if anything. And what kind of what, – what would you like to do for your category? Uh, we'll, we'll do potent passers this time. 
Which quarterback had the highest average time to throw in the divisional round of the playoffs? Do you know this? No. Maybe. Excellent. No. <laughs> no. No. No, because this isn't on the front. This is you gotta go into passing stats. Highest average time to throw. I will give, tell you, without giving you a hint, it was over three seconds. 20 seconds. Over three seconds. The hint I will give you is this player is in the AFC. All right, so I'm going to just nix off Mahomes and Allen. I will tell you that Josh Allen bigger. is in the top four. He could uh, potentially be the first one. He could I'm potentially be... All right. Two seconds, one second. I need a guess. I'll go, uh, I'll go uh, Baker. Baker Mayfield. That is incorrect. Dang it. <laughs> but I will say Baker Mayfield had the second highest average time to throw at 3.13 seconds per, per throw. Lamar Jackson somehow had 3.17 average seconds per throw. Good for the highest time to throw. So it is first and 10 at the 30 with 50 seconds left. What would you like to do on defense? I'll do a five-yard pass. No, I'll do a 20-yard pass under radical receivers. Actually, that's another thing I could do. I could I could play on offense. Yeah, that's something to keep in mind in the future. Which player had the lowest catch percentage? This is funny because we talked about something similar to this. The lowest catch percentage in the divisional round of the playoffs. This will be the final question of the first half. What? Oh, well, I actually knew the answer to this. I'm going to answer quickly for the turnover. Who is it? It's Gronk. Gronk caught how many how many passes? One of five. For 20%, the lowest. And that was a 20-yard play, so it is a turnover at the 50. And you can call one play if you would like. How, many, how much time do I have on the clock, actually? That's the thing. That's the half. Oh. Well, I'm going to guess but, I'm going to call a Hail Mary then. All right. I only made one Hail Mary for this week, so you might get a, hail, a question from if you need another Hail Mary. <laughs> You're gonna, it's going to be a historical Hail Mary. Your question is, the Chiefs are the second team ever to earn three consecutive home conference championship games. Who is the only other team to, to do this? Three consecutive home championship games. Only one other team in the history of the NFL has had three consecutive home championship games. Chiefs and... I want to say it's the Patriots, but I'm going to wait a second. Yeah, there's no. I'll go with the Patriots. All right, it doesn't matter because it's the end. I will say this: you're on offense, so it doesn't hurt you. It's just an interception, mm -hmm. but we don't, as of right now, we don't track interceptions. The ironic thing about this question: it is not the Patriots. It's an NFC team. Does that help you? And it's a NFC team in the in the last twenty years. NFC team in the last twenty years. And it's, Are you talking it's, about Seattle? No, it's no, it's very ironic because it is in fact the Philadelphia Eagles. Andy Reid is the only coach to ever do it. Oh my period. god! With and like Donovan McNabb. Yeah, the Eagles, two thousand two, three and four, had three straight NFC. Dude, I was three years old then. Uh, there's no excuses. You have the internet. <laughs> you know how to read. All right, you can Google. Doesn't hurt to Google. So Andy Reid has taken two teams to three straight home champion, conference championship games. That's that's, that needs to go on his resume because that is impressive. Yeah, well, he's first ballot Hall of Famer. For sure. he's If not for Bill Belichick, who, he would be the best coach in the NFL, in my opinion. But we have Bill Belichick, who's the best coach 
of all time in the NFL, so it's tough for Andy Reid. Yeah. But we will be right back with a very abbreviated version of Wednesday Night Linebacker right after this. Back with Wednesday night linebacker. Do you know how much money you won last week? I think I won like $26. Last week in the divisional round of the playoffs? Let me, I re- think I'll... Let me remind you your bets. $25 on the Rams. $25 on the Ravens. I switched that. No, you didn't switch it. Yes, I did. No, you didn't I switch s- it. Yes, I no. did. I will pull up the freaking thing. Kickoff was at 2.35 my time, so 4.35 Eastern, and I uh, – when did I post this? Come on. Come on. I know I posted no, you never didn't mind post the cover it. and went flipping that under – yes, I did. Under I'm Wednesday looking. Night Linebacker? Show me. I'm looking at it too. Rams to cover, never but mind. <laughs> never mind Packers to cover and win flipping that on 116-2021. Let, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. I don't know when you can see oh, I did that. I can see it, but I don't see the times. So... I know I I know I posted it before then. Actually, why can't I? I can't see the time? That's interesting. I can see the time on your extra ones. Nope. All right. So if that's the case, you won $50, but I don't think that's the case. So That is definitely <laughs> the case, man. If But I will say, you said all of that. After being so confident in your picks, and then magically, yeah, before the game cocky, starts, dude. before the game starts, for some reason, you decided to change it. I wonder what made you change your mind. I what? listened to Shannon Sharp talk about his injury <laughs> that Aaron Donald had. He's uh, like, "Yeah, I'm still not the same." From he's like, "Whoa, yeah, if that's the case." Then Aaron Donald's not going to be the same. All right. Well, we'll give you the fifty dollars, but I just want you to know that you are very sure about your Rams to cover but not win, the Ravens to cover and win, wrong, $49 on the Chiefs. Hey, 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 before you talk crap about my Ravens pick, just so you know, before that pick six, they were about to go ahead and make it a three-point game. I will tell you, in your defense, in the monologue to open the show, I talked about that because I bet a lot of money this weekend and lost all of it, and I truly believe if he didn't throw a pick six, they they would have won that, and then because he consequently got hurt because he was backed up and he had to throw and mm-hmm. blah blah blah. I think they were going to win that game. I, I think they were going to win the game. Hundred percent. Like don't ragdoll on that Ravens pick. So I picked the Ravens too. And I called the Bucks right. Uh, and the, I could have called the Chiefs game right if it you, if I you didn't call, have freaking Patrick one, Mahomes. You put get one dollar on the Bucks over, and the under hit. <laughs> so I, I, I called it right. You, you didn't pick a winner. You just said $1 over on the Bucks. Oh, crap. Oh, crap. <laughs> you said, well, and you yeah. said $49 Chiefs to cover, which obviously means they would have won. But So you and I both made $50 this week. That's what it comes down to. Yeah. It was a rough time. It was rough. Rush made $196 because he put yeah, 97 you, on Rush. the Browns. He put, he put $1 on the Packers, $1 on the Ravens, $1 on the Saints. So he, he covered with the Browns and he covered with the Packers. Luke, the only other person to bet. Actually, won one hundred ninety-eight dollars because he took the favorites and ninety-seven on the Browns. And this week, I think the the Browns the 
so far in the chat that Brown's pick of the week is the Bills. Everyone seems to like the Bills. We'll find out who you like right now. <laughs> well, in, <laughs> in like 30 seconds. So our first game has the uh, the Buccaneers going back to Lambo, right? They played earlier there. This or was no, it in, it was we in Tampa. Went to, we went to Ram and Jones so Stadium. Same same bay. Well, one of the bays, just a different bay. The Buccaneers are going to Green Bay instead of Tampa Bay to play the Packers, where the Packers are only three and a half point favorites, and the total is set at fifty one point five. How much are you going to put on the Packers? So. I'm putting half of my money on the Packers, mostly because, well, if I don't put my money on my team, then that's sad. Especially in the conference ride championship the wave. game. Yeah, first ride home, the wave, baby. First home conference championship game of Aaron Rodgers' career. Mm-hmm. A crazy thing to say. It just speaks to Mike McCarthy. It really isn't when you hear that he had Mike McCarthy as his head coach for yeah. a decade. Well, you guys had a couple thirteen and three seasons in there. I think you even had a fourteen and two season, did you not? I mean, we had one fifteen and one season where we got beat by the Giants, who won the Super Bowl. We had a twelve and four season where we were the second seed and lost to the Seahawks in the NFC Championship game. And we last year we were thirteen and three, and we got blown out by the San Francisco Forty ers as a two seed. Well, this is the year. I am also putting $50 on the Packers, and I think they, they will more than cover. It just sucks that it's such an early game because old man Brady doesn't like to play after 8 o'clock. That's his bedtime. So this one might be a little more interesting. But yeah. I think it's a revenge game for the Packers. I think Aaron Rodgers I, th- I think this. that if they don't show up, I'm going to cry. I mean, it just sucks. So you know. It does. The one thing I will say, and I don't like either team, but I guess I'm, I'm, I hate Tom Brady the most, so I'm definitely – if I had to pick a side, I'm rooting for the Packers. NFC, you know, North might as well root for them. But in, in defense of all Packers fans, you don't know the type of pain we are brought into just after every excruciating playoff loss. Yeah. We're given hope, then it is taken right before our eyes and stomped on. Yeah, I'd rather have the hope and have it taken away than be the Lions. Anyways, no, I... No, it, it, it's not nice. I do think... It's like, here's a cookie. No, you can't have that I, cookie. I would have rather know, not know, know there the, was a cookie. <laughs> at least you know what the cookie looks like. <laughs> I think that the Packers will win and win handily. I, the over, though, I would probably take the under in this game. I think this is going to be like – I think this is going to end up being like a 21-17 to 17 type game. Or, mm, 21 to 17. I cover. I, I got it. So 21 I would have picked the over. I would have You picked the over? like 31-20. Right, I'm going to write that down. I'm going to under so we can track that. And now for our second and final game of the conference championship weekend, we have the Buffalo Bills going into Kansas City, where hopefully Patrick Mahomes is playing because I made my bet assuming he is. The Chiefs are two-and-a-half-point favorites, and the total is set at 53.5. Where are you putting your $50? So, I will first say that logically, kind of just makes sense to pick on the Chiefs. All season, if it, even if their offense hasn't showed up, their defense has actually covered the slack, and they've looked like a well, championship NFL Super Bowl caliber caliber team, you know? Mm-hmm. The only reason I'm picking against the Chiefs is because, well, I don't like having back-to-back Super Bowl champions. I want to spread it out and around. So <laughs> both of my picks are out of emotion this so week. So you're, out of you're actually taking the Bills. Yeah, logic. Yeah. Bills. Bill I, Mafia. I think, it's, I think it's going to be Chiefs-Packers in the Super Bowl. 
That's what I think. And I think that if it was more than two and a half, like four and a half or something, I might be uncomfortable. But I think the Chiefs win by three at least. So I take the Chiefs. I think this is the type of game where the Chiefs, the Chiefs have a tendency as you know, Super Bowl defending Super Bowl champs to play down to people. I don't think they play down in the conference championship against the Buffalo Bills. I think that, and the well, Bills, even if you're quote unquote playing down to the Bills, you're not playing down that much. They're still a really good. Ball no, they are. That's what I. They're a very good team. That's why I don't think they will play. It's not that you play down to your opponent. It's that they they don't try as hard as they think they need to. I think the Chiefs will 100 mm-hmm. try as hard as they need to. And I also don't think the Bills are going to do anything if they're not going to actually just choose to run the ball until the second half. Like watching that Ravens game was driving me nuts because it was like one team was only running the ball and the other team was only passing it. And I was like, there's like the football gods should not have let the Bills win that game because that's not how you're supposed to play football. Like they did not mm. they ran one time in the entire first half. That's crazy to me. I mean, I know that we love it's a I, I'm I love the pass game as much as anybody, but like I think it really depends on just how potent your passing scheme is. Well Like well, I remember back when like freaking Aaron Rodgers led our team in rushing sure back that, in like 2011. I'm sure you still called more than one run play in the entire first half. Well, yeah, we did. We did. But when Aaron Rodgers was lead, literally leading our team in rushing. No, I know what you're saying. I, yeah. I Listen, Matt Stafford has had two 100-yard rushers in his career. So I know what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> like, I it's get it. Like, you you got to spread the ball out and you got to be able to do it. I still just don't – I don't know. I mean, the, the Bills, are, they're a great story. <laughs> And to, to be honest with you, I'm I, I'm rooting for the AFC, and I hate the AFC. I hate saying that, but I, I I don't need Mahomes to get another one. I don't need Aaron Rodgers to get another one. I want him to have one, so he's equal to Brett Favre. But <laughs> but I will say, I'm rooting for Chiefs, and if it's Bills Packers, I don't know. I don't <laughs> I don't know. That's the matchup I want. Honestly, yeah. that's that I know. Fun. Well, you Packers say that because you win it. Both of those sound really freaking fun to me. Packers Chiefs. I cannot wait to see the over. And the under will probably hit because both the defenses will show up. It'll probably be yeah. like a, a 20 probably to like a 24, yeah. 24, 27. And people will be saying, yeah, this is a 60-point under. Yeah. The total will probably be set at 55 or something. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But Well, we'll see. So you got $50 on the bills. Do you think the over or the under hits in that game? Uh, what is the over under in that? And a half? 55. Um, I think the under is going to show up. So we're going to go the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> and I could I, that one I don't have a strong feeling about. I just felt like uh, last week most of the unders hit. It was crazy. Like I think three out of the four. A lot of defenses traveled and actually showed up. Three out of four, I believe it was last week. I can check that right now. Uh, yeah, three out of four. Only the Packers went over, and that's only because the Packers that that total was set very low. It was the lowest. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it was low because and they went the over by like one point. Yeah, well, it's 2020. Yeah. It's 2020 slash 2021. Defense doesn't win championships anymore. That's what we found out last week. Yep. So, especially not when you're offense players, only. Broken ribs. But we will see how that, that goes. the cartilage, not the ribs. Well, the, the same idea. The area around his ribs. If okay, you, that's if you, fair. If you were to ask a child in, to point where it hurts, they would point to their ribs. But we will be right back where we have, with the second half of – Tuck and run where the score is seven to nothing after this. All right, 
Fargo, 7 to nothing. First and 10 at your 20. How would you like to start the second half? I'll do a 10-yard pass under remarkable runners. Also, just a quick recap. You played. You were on defense for six plays and on offense for three plays. Remarkable runners, you said? Yeah. All right. Your question is, which player was the most efficient running the ball in the divisional round of the playoffs? And I'll remind you, most efficient means they ran the fewest amount of yards on average per play. No wasted yards, like unlike Lawrence Maroney used to run. So this is the most efficient player, the lowest average amount of yards traveled per play. Any ideas? I want to say he plays for the NFC. He does, in fact, play in the NFC. Does he play on the NFC North? In the NFC North? I will tell you there are two players in this top four that are in the NFC North. So it was either Aaron Jones or Jamal Williams. Are you sure that your boy A.J. Dillon didn't play? I know he played, but I don't think that he was the most efficient. I will tell you, there is five seconds left. So who is it? I'll go with Aaron Jones. Final answer, Aaron Jones. And if only you had said A.J. Dillon, you would have been wrong. Because it is, in fact, Aaron Jones. He averaged 2.47 yards. Whatever that means, I don't know. I, I, I've read the definition of it like 100 times. I don't understand if it's he averaged 2.47 yards per every yard he actually gained or if every play he ran he aver- he ran an average of 2.47 yards which i guess so is the same what thing what it's saying in my what i think it's saying is like a like on average he ran 2.47 yards out of his way i th- i think it's he ran 2.47 yards on every play that he and every time he ran the ball he ran an average of 2.47 yards but but i what to what you're saying? I agree with that too, because it's almost like he ran 2.47 yards before he gained well, that a yard. That would have made sense then, because if he, he only had like what 14, 15 attempts, then that times 2.47 well, isn't even but, close to 99. But the, but the 2.47 is behind the line of scrimmage as well. It's from the second he gets the ball, and it's only be, when he gets the ball. Only when he gets the ball. So then I th- yeah, I, agree I think with it's you. he well, averaged. Isn't that just time behind the line of scrimmage then? No, because there are two different stats. I think it's 2.47 yards every time he touched the ball. He ran it an average of 2.47 yards, because they're saying because what their explanation is the higher the number is more of an east-west runner, and the lower the number is more of a north-south runner. That's their explanation. But I would have interesting. To, so I just the way I look at it is he ran 2.47 yards. He ran he ran the least amount of yards of anybody. This, you know, so in order to gain his to, yards, in order to gain yeah. his yards, whatever that means. So, anyways, first and ten at the thirty. I will do a another twenty-yard pass. That's your first one, so it's not another. What category? I'll still do remarkable runners. Remarkable runners. Which player, which running back, saw the highest percentage of eight-man boxes in the divisional round of the playoffs? Any oh. ideas? Only one player is over 30%. It's much, low, it's much lower in the postseason. The, the trends are it's fascinating to see because we get like 75% during the regular season. But in the playoffs, it's not even a third. I will give you one hint. This player is in the AFC. Which takes two of the four answers off the list that you're not looking, that you're not looking at. Does he play on the – you said AFC? Five seconds. 
I'll go. Who's the Kansas City back? Daryl Williams, dude. All right, that's your answer, Daryl Williams. Sure. Thirty point seven seven percent of the time, oh, Daryl yeah. Williams <laughs> ran against eight man boxes. I gave you so much time for that one, but yeah, whatever. I was honestly going to say J.K. Dobbins at first. Not in the top four. Top four: Daryl Williams, Playoff Lenny, Alvin Kamara, and Nick Chubb. And only uh, Daryl Williams was over thirty. I was originally going to go with Leonard Fournette. Honestly, when I saw D. Williams, said it was AFC. I was like, um, yeah, Playoff Lenny was second. (laughs) But when I saw D. Williams, I was like. That's that's playoff Damien, right? But no, I guess playoff Damien is he on IR? Like, oh no, he's not playing because of COVID, right? I think that might be what. At it the is. moment, I think he's not playing because of COVID. That was too close, dude. I'm never doing a 20 yard pass again. <laughs> Would have been a turnover. All right, first and ten at the 50. I'll do a 10 yard pass under radical receivers. Your question is: Which player had the highest average separation in the divisional round of the playoffs? Does he play for the NFC? You get one hint, and that is in six seconds. Your hint is he plays on, he plays in the AFC. Oh, no. Which takes away two of the top four. Oh, wait a minute. I'm sorry. Your hint is it is a two-way tie for first. (laughs) <laughs> you have, five, you have six okay. seconds. So there's an AFC. Right, I'm just gonna go NFC. with my gut. I'm just gonna go with my gut then and say MVS because he's fast and vroom. Mark Andrews averaged four yards of separation, which again is crazy that that's the highest. And Marquez Valdez Scantling averaged also four yards of separation. Just vroom. So that was a that is first and ten at to the forty. Pick a quarterback play. Why? Pick a quarterback play because it's a stat I want to – it's a crazy thing I want to talk about. All right. Ten-yard pass under potent passers. Ten-yard pass under potent passers. All right. Your question is, which quarterback threw the lowest percentage of aggressive throws in the divisional round of the playoffs? And I will give you this hint right off the bat. Right off the bat. It's zero, which is wild. (laughs) That is a wild statistic. Huh? 0% 0% of his throws were considered aggressive, and the way they, de- they, the way they determine aggressive is a, re- a defender is within one yard of their receiver when they throw the ball. So that's a, it's the craziest that I've seen so all season. I got two gut feelings here, okay? Yep. First gut feeling, it's either Patrick Mahomes or Jared Goff. Jared Goff, just because – Honestly, Green Bay, whenever they play zone, they just let people get open. I'm a little worried about that here this coming week. But then Patrick Mahomes, just because, well, I know this is going to sound dumb, but he had like, what, a 70, 75? He was up there in completion percentage. And the Browns were also doing a lot of zone, just letting them pick it apart. So I will tell you this. You have to give me an answer right now. Mahomes and Goff are the top two. Maybe in that order, maybe not. I'll say Mahomes because you said Mahomes first. I fucked, I screwed up on that one. It is, in fact, <laughs> Patrick Mahomes who threw 0% of his throws. None of his completions was there a defender within one yard of his receiver. That's, that's I did crazy. not know that. Really? Crazy, I, just, yeah. I figured there would have been like one. No, not that's. I mean, when you think about it, 
Sammy Watkins, Miko Hardman, Tyreek Hill. That's num- he's probably one of the least aggressive throwers because they're all always wide open. Kelsey gets open, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, but that's a crazy statistic that none of his throws were considered aggressive. <laughs> that's crazy. That's ridiculous. Yeah. That. That's by the way, ridiculous. there's no tuck and run performance of the week, but that would have been it. <laughs> that just happened. Luck- I got lucky that it's you versus the show because you don't just need a free touchdown. But yeah, that would have been the tuck and run performance of the week. So first and ten after thirty. I will do a five-yard pass under Remarkable Runners. This is the last divisional round question. Which it's play- all of them? For, no, for Remarkable Runners. Oh, Which okay. player ran the fastest with the ball? You should know this. With the ball in his hand on a single play in the divisional round of the playoffs. Do you know it? Does it have to be a run? Like a physical No, no, it's play. not a run. No, no, it's they just this player has the ball in their hands. I can tell you for a fact this is not on a running play. Well, the player was running, but it wasn't a handoff. I see. Oh, I'm, you don't um, know this? I'm surprised because this is the first thing that pops up when you go to the thing. Fastest player. When you go to I mean, next I, I don't get to always look at it, dude. All right, well, if you don't know it, you're not going to get it. There's five seconds left. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It. I mean, I think it's All like right, give it's you my one gut. Minute. I think it's Deontay Harris because of you... it looks speedy on his punt return. But I don't. I'll say Deontay Harris. All sure, right. that's not a bad guess because Deontay Harris is the second fastest. He ran twenty point six six miles per hour on one of his punts. Andre Roberts, who I believe, what team is Andre Roberts on the? the Browns? He plays for Buffalo. Buffalo, Buffalo, one of the bees. I was going to say the Bucks, but. He plays for Buffalo, former Lion, former Redskin, former Cardinal. Andre Roberts ran 20.76, so 0.10 miles per hour faster. That hey, was a 10-yard pass. I thought Deontay Harris was speedy, bro. Yeah, it's crazy because Andre Roberts is like 32 years old. He's still got wheels. So second and 20 from the 40, from your opponent's 40. I'll do a 10-yard pass under potent passes. This no, there's a couple more. There's two more. Which player had the highest passer rating in the divisional round of the playoffs? I will I'll let you know. There I know under, the answer. There are under five minutes left in the game. That's okay. I know the answer. Which conference? NFC. Hmm. Which division? NFC North. One of these days, I'm just gonna start writing the wrong answers. Which team? Green Bay. And what's his name? Aaron Rodgers. And what was his passer rating? I think it was around 110. 108.1. Mahomes was 106.9. Goff was 105.9, which is crazy. So, Because I would have said Goff played bad, but he actually had a pretty good game despite the fact that he's not good. So, Well, he didn't throw any picks, and, you know, a lot of his passes weren't, like, I, I mean it. They were open passes. They were just, here's the ball. You make me some yardage. So it is third and 10 at the 30. What would you like to do? Four minutes left. Do I not get to tuck and run? You got that right. Oh, you could always tuck and run, but you got that question. Oh, no, you don't get mm-hmm. to tuck and run because if you were to get it wrong. Uh... No tuck and runs for you, my friend. Three uh... minutes and 45 seconds left. Okay. I guess I'll do a 10-yard pass under radical receivers. Your question is, which player, this is the last one for this week, under receivers, which player had the highest average cushion in the divisional round of the playoffs? Do you know this? 
I will tell you this. I, mean, I will tell you this for a fact. It's very close, and the top all four of them are in the AFC, and the top three are on the Ravens. <laughs> so. so they're on the Ravens. Uh, I'll give you that hint. That's your hint. Three of gotcha. the top one is on the Bills. It's, I'll just tell you flat out. Robert Woods is fourth, and then the top three are all on the Ravens. And it might surprise you who's in the top three. All right. And you're saying who has the most? Who had the most? Who cushion? had the highest average cushion? You have five seconds. <sighs> Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews had eight point eight average yards of cushion. Willie Sneed had eight point five our average yards of cushion, and Marquise Brown had nine average yards. Okay. So <laughs> it is fourth. Ooh, back to the forty. Fourth yeah. and fourth and twenty from the forty. I'll punt. I'll punt. You can kick a field goal. No. All right. I bet. First of all, wait. No, I'll <laughs> kick a field goal. I think I'll you kick can a kick a field goal because you only need to get five right. That's I'll kick a field goal. Your question is, which name the top? <laughs> this is so funny. <laughs> This this is a question that you 100% need a contestant for. When I made this, I'm like, yeah, because there's only eight teams, but <laughs> it's the first person to answer. You know what I mean? So yeah. this should be a give me. Don't mess this up. Name the top seven fewest point. Name the top seven defenses and fewest points allowed in the division <laughs> in the playoffs. <laughs> so you have 40 seconds. So you need it. You need five of them. Uh, all right. So fewest points allowed. Bills. Top number one. The Chiefs. Number three. The Packers. Number four. Uh, the Bucks. Number five. That's crazy not getting number two. I, what, am I, what am I missing here? The Browns, technically? Number six. <laughs> <laughs> You've hit the field goal, by the way. <laughs> who am I missing? <laughs> the Saints are number seven. <laughs> I shouldn't give you this field goal if you can't answer who the number two defense and fewest points allowed is. It's common fewest sense. Fewest points but... allowed. Uh, the Ravens? Yeah. <laughs> it was – what was the score? 14, 17 to 7? 17 no, 14 to 3. 3. Four, 17 to 17 3. 17 to 3. Yeah, 17 to 3. So, yeah. But 10 to nothing. So, And there are – there is one minute left in the game. So, we're going to go – what are you going to do? It's first to 10 after 20. <laughs> I'll go ahead and I'll do a five-yard pass under potent passers. Which player threw the most interceptions in the divisional round of the playoffs? Drew Brees. That is correct. He threw three. I'll do another okay. five-yard pass under potent passes. Uh, th- that was the last question. Oh, I'll do a five-yard pass under remarkable runners. There no, are no more. R- radical receivers. Nope, no more. <laughs> <laughs> Dauntless defenders, fantasy, or special teams? I'll do fantasy. All right. You're going to really screw somebody over for next week. Which player, which quarterback scored the most fantasy points in the divisional round of the play? Which quarterback? Yes. Aaron Rodgers. That is correct. And that is the game. Would you like to answer one more question? Would you like to answer a Hail Mary for the heck of it? Why not? Let's yeah, see if sure. you can answer it. There's plenty of time left in the episode. What is the, let me see if I can find a good question for you. Who? Oh, this is a good one, and you're definitely not going to get this. But I'll tell you why I gave this to you after to get it wrong. <laughs> With his 13 receptions for 200 yards and two passing touchdowns, receiving touchdowns in week 13, 
Darren Waller became only the second tight end in NFL history to post at least 10 catches, 200 yards, and two touchdowns in a single game, joining which former Raven? Boy, I gave you a lot of hints in that one. Former Raven. Give me the whole question again. Which, who is the only, besides Darren Waller, who is the only player in NFL history, tight end, only tight end in NFL history to post at least 10 catches, 200 yard receiving yards, and two touchdowns in one game? Um, I don't really know that many good tight ends from Baltimore history, so I'm going to keep it current and say it was Mark Andrews. The reason I picked this question is because who made you pick your who made you change your Rams question your Rams pick? Aaron Donald. No, no. Shannon Sharp did. And Shannon Sharp played what position? Tight end. But didn't I thought he played for the he, Broncos? And then at the end, oh my god, he played for the Ravens. Oh my god. <laughs> so, so don't worry though. Oh. Technically, it's seven to th- seven sorry, to t- seven to ten, but it doesn't matter because you I'm win. Sorry, Shannon. <laughs> <laughs> seven, you win ten to nothing. See, it's a little bit harder. To, well, you could have scored more points, but you wanted to play it safe on offense. So, well, the, the thing is that like every single time you do a hail mary, it's essentially if I get it wrong, it's a touchdown. Yeah, well, if I, I don't answer, it's a touchdown. No, no, you didn't have to. Do, I'm just saying, like, you could have because you were you want to score beat them 35 to nothing. Yeah. This is usually what it is. It's one or two scores that they like. I think Rush was 13 to 10 or something like something ridiculous like that, and uh, Smooth beat it seven to nothing. Well, on like a last second hail mary, it was zero zero the entire game. Your game was a little more exciting than that, but you win. Your undefeated record is still undefeated, untarnished. It's intact. You have two minutes now to say whatever you want to whoever you want about whatever you want. So I just want to talk about how important it is that Green Bay beats the snot out of Tampa Bay. Because you know what? Tom Brady is a cheating, evil, conniving son of a you-know-what. And he does not deserve another Super Bowl bid. Let's rise together. Make sure that he does not get this dub. If we need to cheat, so be it. Let's just beat Tom Brady. He can't get in. Amen. That's all I got. Thank you for that, Fargo. Another episode down and another notch in your win column. Truly, nothing can stop you at this point. And hopefully your Green Bay Packers can get the win this weekend. Even though I absolutely shouldn't, I will definitely be betting on them to cover and win. They better not let me down, or else my kid isn't going to college. Anyways, for Fargo and myself, I'm Dale Tucker, reminding you to never bet more than 5% of your total gambling bankroll on any one game. Betting more than 5% is how your kid ends up at community college. This has been a Tucker Punch production, and we're out. You're gonna battle, you're gonna fight, win or lose, you're gonna be alright. Regardless of the scoreboard, you can do anything that you work. We started slow, but we're always gonna finish fast. It's gonna be hard, it's gonna be tough. If you fall down, just stand up. And no matter what you're going through, your friends are there to help you. With all the hard work you put in, you might go out with this win. You're gonna battle, you're gonna fight. Win or lose, you're gonna be alright. Regardless of the school.